0: to you by the Georgia Governor's Office of Highway Safety, reminding you to buckle up, Georgia.
1: Girls first.
2: Ladies
3: first.
1: Duh. Duh. You're going to expect, what, a lot of scoring. You're going to expect a lot
0: of smart decisions. A chess match.
2: To be able to beat those guys was a
3: phenomenal feat.
0: The dunk contest. Uh-huh. Just underline it uh, and, and then just put a period again. There
3: at you end. go. An exclamation point. Ah, Hello. Hello. Welcome to another end of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast here at Georgia Public Broadcasting. Thanks for accessing us however you are doing so. Large device or small. Although it's not quite the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast, is it, Hannah? Hannah there, John here. It's a little different this time.
0: It is for the first time in six seasons.
3: I feel like we should have a trumpet fanfare. We
0: should, we should. Ba-ba-ba
3: there you go there's your trumpet fan nailed it there it is
0: we are covering the ghsa basketball championships and today we are giving you a little treat with a basketball preview we have matt stewart and tabitha turner on some of our announcers for the games and it's gonna be a fun one
3: four days from the macon coliseum Mm -hmm. and we'll go over the broadcast plan and how you can watch because it's a little different than we have in the past it's a little different we're all over the place if you haven't subscribed to all of the different GPB and GPB Sports social media platforms, do so. This is your, this is your waving our, we're waving our hands in the air to remind you, subscribe to all of them. Because it's Facebook, it's Twitter, it's Twitch, it's YouTube and web. Did I miss anything? And the app. And the app, that too. And it's. And al- also
0: TV, but we'll get into that yeah, later. Well, it,
3: yeah, so it's a little different. But it's going to be fun. Breaking it down with uh, two of our main voices when it comes to, to this four days. 17 championships. There's some fun competitions involved. There's wheelchair that's attached to it, too. So it's, it's going to be a fun time down at the Macon Coliseum. First time in a while that we've had the the basketball championships here on GPP.
0: Oh yeah, the three point contest, the dunk contest. Uh huh. Well, so we got through March Madness, high school style. What were your your biggest takeaways, John?
3: I, I you know in looking at first times and long time first time mm-hmm. long time, I always like to do that, and then all of the the wide ranging elements that we have in it. So uh, let me see if I can go through it quickly here. Looking at like a Charlton County who knocks off a Green Forest Christian on the boys' side with a last second. A buzzer beater, and the video's out there. And so uh, Charlton County knocks off the, the one of the top teams in the state in Green Forest Christian, and you get to see Wilkinson County coming in, where for the longest time you would see uh, Dr. Aaron Jeter, the longtime head coach at Wilco, and there would always be a player on his rosters with the last name of Whipple. <laughs> there were like 97 Whipples <laughs> that would play for Dr. Jeter at Wilkinson County. Please now, tell me
0: there's another one.
3: He's the coach now. Dr. Jeter retired, and now Xavier Whipple is the head coach at Wilco. So uh, if you thought that, you know, the crowds were just going to be insane, this one for a different reason in Class A D-2 boys. Charlton County with the big upset of Green Forest Christian— and the legacy program at Wilco, and I mean literally, if it is a palace, if you awesome go to, to Wilco, line. so you go there and you see that. You look at Westside Augusta representing the the eastern frontier region rivals and AAA on the boys' side, Cedar Grove and Sandy Creek sound familiar. Fayette County and Quad A Eagles Landing and Kel Kell chasing after the double. Oh yeah, Lee, been
0: following Kel
3: Lee County for the first time, I think, chasing a championship since 1985, going up against Alexander and then obviously Wheeler. That's all you need to say That's on the boy's side. That's all you need to say. Just we,
0: just underline it, uh, and and then just, just yeah. put a period there you, at
3: the end. Uh, an exclamation point! Oh, Hello, I'm
0: sorry, I'm sorry too.
3: Yes, there you go. And then on the girls' side, Galloway there, you know, Clinch County coming up in out of Region One, chasing after Lake Oconee Academy. Banks County, it'll be great to see the Leopards. Hebron Christian, Lumpkin County. We get into this one in our interview coming up in just a little bit in AAA. Griffin and Baldwin, two great towns really for high school athletics and quad warner robbins we mentioned kel warner robbins what
0: isn't warner robbins good at
3: exactly so <laughs> warner robbins can, can warner robbins keep kel from a possible double <laughs> that's in five a
0: really good place game. is gonna be
3: packed and then Lovejoy in 6a and then obviously norcross and brookwood and 7a mm-hmm. girls so that's your quick preview and we're done with the football fridays in georgia podcast <laughs> here <laughs> that's here. a wrap that's a wrap <laughs> we'll see you now. no it's a, no but that's just that's my quick rundown of everything going on so we got a guest right
0: well, so some of these players that yes. are playing, I yeah. got to catch up with them. Yes, you did. And you'll be hearing excerpts from their interviews throughout our show. Mm-hmm. So that was Stefan Castle, Newton, five-star combo guard committed to Connecticut. Yeah. Ace Bailey, McEachern five-star, small forward heading to Rutgers, their top recruit in modern history. Mm -hmm. Courtney Ogden, Westminster five-star, going to Stanford and Diana Collins, Brookwood four-star point guard, going to Ohio State. All four of those interviews were so much fun. They are such smart student athletes with amazing stories. So, if you want to watch the full interviews, you can go to the GBB Sports YouTube page. But, like I said, we are going to air a few excerpts from them throughout the show as well. So, let's get right to it. We're Excellent cross promotion by the you, by the Girls way. first, because girls first. Ladies first. Duh. Duh. And today, I am so excited to bring on Tabitha Turner. She's a former Georgia Tech basketball standout and broadcaster for the WNBA's Atlanta Dream. So she is outstanding. Let's bring her on to talk all things girls basketball. Hey, Tabitha, we are so excited to have you on the podcast today. I want to start by talking about the talent level in girls basketball during the playoffs and now the championships. It is incredibly impressive who did you you have your eye on well
1: i'm definitely looking at all the teams because they made it this far but the five defending state champions so you've got norcross in 7a lovejoy in 6a lumpkin in 3a and 2a mount parent and then lake aconey um it's really hard to repeat as champions right like everybody's got their eyes on you um like there's some teams that can sneak up and win a championship one year and people don't know who they are. They came out of nowhere. But when you've got teams who are continuously going back and forth to championships, you're going to get everybody's best every single night. So I'm looking at those five teams and I'm sitting here saying, okay, I want to see what they do this year. They made it this far. Do they have enough in the tank to win another championship?
3: So then, all right, since you mentioned Lumpkin County in triple a, Lumpkin County loves the three. I mean, they they absolutely just live by the three. And I think last time I checked, they have like 72 seniors on their roster. <laughs> but let me but let me go to the flip side of that matchup and Hebron Christian in AAA. For those that don't follow, Hebron Christian a couple years ago got a legendary head coach to wander over from a program that she established. And I think 72 of the 73 years she coached at Wesleyan they were chasing after championships. Jan Azar returns to the last game of the year. This one for me is going to be one of the more interesting matchups of the entire weekend. A coaching legend bringing Hebron Christian in against a defending champ in Lumpkin County.
1: And... Even more interesting, she defeated um, Wesleyan to get here in the semifinals. How's that for <laughs> irony?
3: You defeat your old school. You defeat your old school to get to the title game. I think that getting a, another legend and, like I said, Lumpkin County, great school in the mountain region. That to, to see things stylistically. I mean, Hebron Christian they put ninety-eight on on Mary Persons earlier in the tournament. So I mean, you could have a you could have a, a game that could break the scoreboard here.
1: Absolutely. And when you've got, like you said, with Hebron County or Hebron Christian, you've got so many seniors on this team. And when you've got that many seniors on a team, you're going to expect, what, a lot of scoring. You're going to expect a lot of smart decisions, a chess match. And then you've got, like you said, a coach coming in who knows what they're doing. A 29-2 and record is amazing. And 23 straight wins, that's hard to do for any coach or any team. So a team like that, I'm excited to see. If they win, of course, but how they win. I, I, I'm interested to see the style of the players who, like you said, have so many seniors. I'm expecting them to be really smart, high
0: basketball IQ level. Tabitha, you're the color analyst for every single every one of the girls' Every single case. one. So I know that the research <laughs> and the prep work continues. But from what you've seen so far, which classification Do you think? And this is a tough question. It's gonna.
3: I know what her answer is gonna be, but go ahead and when ask the question, go ahead and get which
0: classification do you think has been the toughest through the playoffs?
3: Choice D, all the above. Am I right?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) I I think (laughs) it's been all of the above, and I think that's been across like I think that's been across high school basketball, but I also think it's been across college, and I think we're gonna see that across the W as well. I think that's a trend in women's basketball because there's like there's people. The attention is there, right? The demand has been there to see more basketball. Now we're seeing more basketball. GPB is a part of it. We're putting on this awesome showcase. And it's just like, okay, people (laughs) want to see more girls' basketball, more women's basketball. And now they're noticing that it's so competitive. So across every league, I think it's just been picked up to another level. And when I'm looking at college and WNBA, you know what the first that I'm looking at? I'm looking at where they went to high school. Were they McDonald's All-American? Did they lead their high school teams in scoring or rebounding? Like, what did they do in the high school level? How did this start, and where are they coming from? So, I, I mean, the prep continues. But it's also Q knowledge where it's going to continue for the rest of their careers. And I'm just excited that I get to see them get started on this level to begin with.
0: Let's talk about indi- individual players. You have somebody like Courtney Ogden. She's the best player in the state. Number 10 on the ESPNW Hoops Girls recruiting rankings. Five-star wing from Westminster. Committed to Stanford. Stanford. She is outstanding and has been so impressive to watch. You also have someone like Diana Collins, Brookwood four-star point guard heading to Ohio State next year. Tell me more about what you think about those girls and, and who else has impressed you this season. I mean, just in total, I mean, a lot of these young women have just been so
1: impressive. And those two young women that you talked about, like committing to Stanford and Ohio State, like, those are two really big basketball programs um, in the world of women's basketball. So when you have players like that who can perform on this level, I'm excited to see what they do at the next level. Um, These are players that on this level, yes, they are top-notch over all the competition. Um, They stand head and shoulders above the competition. But on the next level, you're going to have everybody um, who led their team in scoring or in rebounding and the competition is going to get even You're harder, one right? of,
3: instead of the, you are one of the, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. One of, so you're, you're not that special anymore. So now how can you stand out on that next level? And so right now they're showing their college coaches, like, yeah, they might've committed at this point, but, You don't get to relax at this point just because you've got that commitment to those big-time universities. You've got to show them that, hey, I'm still working hard right now, and that at the next level, I'm going to give you my best, um, even when it comes time to win a championship. And I'm going to show you how I can win. So with those kind of players, I'm so impressed with how they're competing, but how they're still competing. And I'm excited to see how they win a championship if they can
0: get it done. I am too. Well, let's hear from Courtney and Diana. We'll start with Courtney. And this is the secret to her success. I would say hard work and listening to my, to my dad. Um, I mean, my dad got me started with winning basketball. He was me along the way. And so just getting in the gym, staying in the gym, and listening to my success it took me along the way. Are there some words of advice that he's given you that have, that have stuck with you that you, you play by every time? He definitely tells me different things along the way. But, I mean, he always just says, shooters always have a spot. And so, one thing i always worked on is shooting the ball. And that has proven to be true. So, Courtney's dad played collegiate basketball, and so did Diana's mom. So, she played at West Florida. Here's some advice that Diana's mom gave her, and and this is why she is so outstanding on the court. Mom um, coached me, although I up until, like, third grade. So, I guess you could say she had, like, an impact on, like, part of my basketball and stuff. But she really just gives advice, like, be confident in yourself and, like, know who you are and what you want to do on the court and stuff like that. So, yeah. So, Tabitha, you've been there. You've been, played high school <laughs> basketball, and you were a star at the collegiate level as well with the Yellow Jackets. What are these girls thinking when when they're there on the biggest stage? What is that like for them? Man, it's, it's
1: it's in hindsight, it's like, okay, oh, that was nothing, right? Like, you look back 10 years <laughs> past and you're like, oh, that state championship wasn't that big a deal. But when you're in that moment, that is the biggest moment of your life up until that point. And so, like, think about it. Like, when you go to work now and you have a big presentation or we have, like, a big uh, show or even for the showcase, like, we're going to be on air showcasing these young girls and these women in basketball like we're nervous going into it, um, but it's just one of those things where you prepare for the moment and you rely on your preparation. And so you're going to have so much nerves going into it, but you're relying on your muscle memory. You're relying on all the hard work like Courtney said in her interview that went into it. You're relying on those words when you get tired. Um, and you've got to pull out a gutsy move or a gutsy play, your team needs you, and there's 10 seconds left on the clock, you're reminding yourself of what your mom and your dad told you about having that confidence in those moments. And so, you know, as parents, it makes them happy to know that we're reciting those things in our heads at the toughest moments of our lives. But those things do come back to you because it is muscle memory. So if you put the work in, this is when all that hard work starts to pay off in those moments where you're tired and you're blacking out and you're just going out there and you're getting the job done. So for these young ladies, it's a lot of, it's a lot of jitters going into it, but this is where all their hard work pays off and it comes to fruition.
3: Last question from us, Tab, and thanks for hanging out with us here uh, on the show this week. When it comes to preparation, I want to kind of pull back the curtain a little bit when it comes to preparation for doing all of these games, because I mean, it is, I mean Hannah and the the pre and the half on the post is an, is it's entirely different and set you. of preparation. Yeah. And you. I, well, I I wasn't going to make the question about me.
0: I'm not doing it all by myself. I know, but
3: what I'm saying is is like <laughs> I like I know my preparation. But I don't think a lot of folks know the preparation that goes into 4 days of doing oh, all yeah. of these games and it is rapid fire, it is you want to talk muscle memory and short-term memory? <laughs> What is it like? Because we don't know who's going to be playing in these games until roughly what Saturday. So Saturday to Wednesday is what Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Basically, we've got about three and a half days to start exactly. figuring out how we're doing all of our notes and getting prepped for you, for the the young girls that want to be like you and be a broadcaster later on in their in their lives after they get out of college and such. What what do you do when it comes to preparation? How much of that comes from being an athlete to get you ready for prep oh, yeah. in a situation like this?
1: Great question. Good um, question, and, John. And, wow.
0: Yeah, it's very some good
3: I'm prepping the next generation and having Tab <laughs> explain it.
1: No, that's an amazing question because, you know, I'm, I'm happy you asked it because I think I had – I was doing the Duke-UNC game like two weeks ago. It was their final game, and if you guys – I don't know if you guys keep up with college basketball, but Duke could have been undefeated at home. UNC came in there, stole that dream away. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I talked about on air at halftime how there are some companies that only hire athletes. Mm -hmm. Um, or former athletes because of the style of work ethic that you have because you know how to work as a team. Um, You know how to have or make hard decisions. You know how to fight through adversity and find a way where there is none, like where somebody else will quit. An athlete will say, I'm going to keep going. I have to figure out a way to get this task done with these people. And so that's a skill that really can't be – it's hard to teach. And it's even better when you have it coming from somebody who's instilled it throughout their lives as an athlete, right? And some student athletes don't even realize that they have that work ethic. And so I'm not saying that if you're you're not a former athlete, you can't be a broadcaster. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, as an athlete, there's certain ways or certain things that have been instilled in you of hard work. And so going and doing all these games, I'm looking at film on every team, not just their last game. I'm looking at their previous games. Like, what what's the trend that's happened throughout the season? What's the trend that happened the last five games? Um, what streaks did they have? I'm looking at the coaches. Where did the coaches coach? You know, you got coaches who played in the WNBA and were all stars in college and Hall of Famers, and some of their players don't know who their coaches are. It's like, do you realize your coach was a seven-time WNBA champion? Blah blah blah. Like, I'm exaggerating. But they'll be on the court and they don't know that their coach was, you know, a two-time UConn All-American. And that, you know, that's crazy to me because these players have to know that. And so I say all that to say, um, as an athlete, you have to put in a lot of work. As a broadcaster, you have to put in a lot of work if you want to be great at what you do. And my job is to showcase these young women. And so I'm trying to piece together all the information Um, You know, going on the high school websites, the athletic sites, looking at who the coaches are, what championships they've won. Are they repeating? Are they going back to back? How long has the coach been there? What players, how many seniors do they have? Um, Who transferred in? You know, whose dad or mom played what sport? Because that's important as well. Because like we heard on that interview with Courtney, her mom who played basketball and her dad who also played, they tell her certain things from when they learned. Um, when they play on the college and pro level. So all of that goes into your prep, all the film, um, looking at previous press conferences, and then looking at player stats and film. It's never-ending. I'm sure you guys know we'll be prepping throughout uh, Mm -hmm. the whole itself. (laughs) Short-term
3: memory is your friend.
0: Uh, Awesome, Tabitha. Well, you were outstanding today on the podcast. I cannot wait to work with you this week. It's going to be a fun week of basketball coverage So thank you again for joining us today we really appreciate it of course thanks for having me guys i can't wait to get in there and call these games with you it's gonna be so much fun
3: one interview down one to go but i always thought the secret of my success was living 25 hours a day movie reference look it up that's why that's the way it goes here on the show sometimes so now to the boys side and fresh off the plane and i mean fresh off the plane is our play-by-play voice for the boys' games this weekend. Paired with Sean Golden, time to catch up with Matt Stewart.
0: Still at Hartsville-Jackson Airport, off the plane from the Sunbelt men's basketball attorney. Matt, are you getting noticed? Are you are you signing autographs?
2: Yes, this is being recorded in front of a live studio audience.
3: So, so Matt's Matt's gassed up and ready to go. The fun belt is in the rearview mirror, and he's got yep. the men's tournament. He's got the boys' side hanging out with us here. Uh, how's the studying been going uh, in balancing high school and college for
2: you? Cramming, uh, I mean, at this point, because, you know, with the with the boys' championships, you can't really prepare too much in advance because we didn't know until Friday and Saturday who's even in. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is um, tight preparation, but having a great time talking to coaches and getting ready to call these eight boys' state championship games.
0: What were some of the most interesting storylines coming out of the playoffs?
2: Golly, to me, the, the most interesting has to be Cherokee. The Cherokee boys basketball team, led by Coach Beeman, uh, made it to the finals for the first time since 1982. Mm-hmm. They have not had a lot of success. I mean, they are you know, they typically make the playoffs, but they're out in the first or second round every year, and they've made an Incredible run, and they play in the same region as Wheeler, so that explains a little bit. Wheeler dominates <laughs> that thing; they've won eight state titles. But uh, Cherokee making it to the finals this year for the first time in 40 years, you know, in that program's history, uh, I think they're a big story. And they've already played Wheeler twice this year. And of course, Wheeler is the dominant team, the you know the consensus number one team in the state. But I tell you what, they played them tough twice. And we'll see what happens the third time they play him and make it.
3: And you've got region rivals with Cedar Grove and Sandy Creek. You've got Lee County chasing after a championship, I think, for the first time since 1985. And in Class A-D2, and I talked about this in the open, Charlton County knocks off the big dog on the left-hand side of the bracket in Green Forest Christian, and you get one of the legacy teams in one of the smaller classifications, Wilkinson County, who are now coached by a Whipple. Charlton County and Wilco. I think that one's going to be a fun one, too.
2: That's going to be a great game. That's going to be the Saturday game at 1 o'clock. So we're going to have to wait a while to get to that one. But Xavier Whipple, of course, like you said, they've been a perennial power in single A at Wilkinson County. You know, they are accustomed to being in this spot. Charlton County, Not so much. Not a lot of history there. Not a lot of great history as far as state championship and state championship tournament playoffs. So that is going to be a fun game on Saturday. There's no doubt about that. And knocking off Green Forest is no small feat. Mm -hmm. The the private school out of DeKalb County, they have two (laughs) seven-footers on their team, one committed to Mississippi State, one committed to Georgia State. Wow, to be able to beat those guys was a phenomenal feat.
0: Let's talk individual prospects that you've got your eyes on. I was able to catch up with Stefan Castle and Ace Bailey. What are your thoughts on, on those two guys and who else has just really shown out this season?
2: Yeah, unfortunately, Ace and Stefan didn't get there. You know, uh, Ace McEachern got beat by uh, Wheeler in the quarterfinals. Tremendous junior prospect. He'll... Likely be the number one prospect in the state of Georgia next year as a senior. He was this year as a junior. Committed to Rutgers, which turned a lot of heads because the kid could play anywhere he wanted to and chose the Rutgers, Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Not signed yet, but committed. Number one power forward in the nation. And Stephon Castle is going to be a McDonald's All American, just like Isaiah Collier from Wheeler, who we'll talk about in just a moment. But Stefan, number one shooting guard in the country, signed with UConn. Newton Rams had a great season, but they didn't make it, got knocked out in the quarterfinal round. But number one prospect in this tournament, well, that, that's really easy because he's also the consensus, the number one overall prospect mm-hmm. in the entire nation. Isaiah Collier, the five-star point guard, signed with Southern Cali, he's the highest-rated uh, prospect to sign with the Trojans ever and it's uh, going to be fun to watch him play. Wheeler, of course, is a juggernaut. Arrington Page is his teammate. He's a four-star. He's also signed with Southern Cal. Mm. He's rated number six center in the country, and then they've got another power five guy or power conference guy, if you will, in Jelani Hamilton, a 6'6 senior, four-star, uh, number 26 shooting guard in the country. He's signed with Iowa State, so, I mean, my goodness, you talk about a loaded team. We've seen some of those in football over the last couple of years. Wheeler is the equivalent of that in basketball. Just a, a ton, a ton of talent.
0: Well, even though they're not playing in the last game of the year, we have some clips from Stefan and Ace that we wanted to play because they are still the top recruits in the state. So let's start with Stephon first. His dad played collegiate basketball, and here's the advice he had for him.
1: Yeah, just not be complacent and like don't don't settle don't settle for uh don't settle for less when I can always like achieve more, just do more on the court. He's just always pushing me to do better. So yeah, that's that's the kind of message that he pretty much gives me every night. So
0: And Ace still had some unfinished business to do. He wanted to give his team some advice before he moved on. Here's Ace. Building a leadership. Because when I leave, I want the same foundation that's laid for the next players to come in. So it's just about uh, being a leader on and off the court, showing the younger guys how to be the leader on and off, showing them what things to do, showing them to practice on time, and things like that, and et cetera.
2: A couple other guys I did want to talk about that will be playing in the state finals that are big-time prospects. uh, Peyton Marshall, the 6'11", Mm. 310-pound junior center (laughs) who leads Kell. The Longhorns will be taking on Eagles Landing in the 5A State Championship. He's the number six junior in the entire country. So Peyton Marshall, we're going to see him in action. Four-star point guard Kyle Green for Pace Academy. He's got 20 offers, including Georgetown and South Carolina. He's the uh, number 16 junior point guard in the country. And, of course, Pace Academy will be playing in the 4A state championship game when they go up against uh, Fayette County. And uh, Sandy Creek, three-star Micah Smith, 6'7", Jr., offered by Georgia Tech, Auburn, Cincinnati, Georgetown, number 21 power forward in the nation. Uh, Sandy Creek in there, and uh, you mentioned it already, John. That's going to be an interesting dynamic Mm -hmm. in that 3A state championship game because, oh, yeah, by the way, (laughs) it also happens to be a rematch of the 3A state football championship game, which we all know uh, ended under unusual
3: circumstances. Yeah, that, that's a nice phrasing of it.
0: All right, Matt. Well, I know that we are all excited to be covering basketball again after six-season hiatus. So thank you so much for the time. I know you have a lot Hannah's of. Hannah's letting work you to get do. your luggage to
3: leave
2: the airport. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I hear I him I calling gotta, you. I gotta go get on the train to, to <laughs> get to get my my baggage
0: well you go and we're so excited for this week it's going to be a long one but we're all in it together
2: yeah we're looking forward to it man i mean what better way to you know spend the week but calling great high school basketball talking to great coaches you know great basketball girls and boys just going to be super fun and we're so excited to have the uh state championships back on gpd
3: So Matt has a lot of studying to do coming off of the Fun Belt tournament all the way through the semifinals. Now that he's back here, he gets to hang out with the boys' side here on GPB. Now, we mentioned GPB Mm -hmm. because we mentioned how all of the different social media platforms are are going to be a part of this experience. And it is a multi-screen, multimedia, social media experience. But the -the over-the-air part is what's a little different.
0: So it's going to be On TV GPB Knowledge Channel. So the best way to find that is to check your listings. You can even call your cable provider and ask them what channel it is. You can look on your cable provider's website. We have a blog that went out. Um, I, I have a blog that went I was going to say now. <laughs> With all of the information about the GPP Knowledge Channel. So if you go to gpp.org slash sports, the blog will be on that page. We're also going to put it out on social media this week to remind you where to watch. So if you're confused, also go to one of our social media pages to find that blog. And then another way is gpp.org slash ways to watch. W-A-Y-S-T-O mm-hmm. watch. Not
3: W-A-Z-E. Uh, W-A-Y-S. Yeah, just
0: in case you're confused with the Ways app. Yes. Ways to Watch, and that gives you a rundown on what the GBP Knowledge Channel is and where to find it as well. So I recommend all of our streaming platforms. It's going to be seamless. It's going to be flawless. John's going to be looking wonderful, but it's also on TV as well.
3: See, now, ways W-A-Z-E to watch, gets you to the Macon Coliseum.
0: Exactly. W-A-Y- there you go.
3: W-A-Y-S to watch is how you can be a part of our experience the entire weekend. Traditionally, and this is for cable systems and for those of you that just have digital tuners, It's the 0.3 in your area in the state that is attached to GPB knowledge. So if you're, say, here in the Atlanta area, it would be 8.3 on a digital tuner. If you're in the North Georgia mountains, it would be off of WCLP, it would be 18.3. So keep an eye on that. It's probably on your cable systems, so just look at your cable system, figure out where it is. It's usually the point threes in your digital tuners, but GPB knowledge is your over-the-air source in addition to all the digital ways that we have squared away.
0: And if you have a smart TV, it's on YouTube. We're live. We are live on YouTube. Yes. For the first time. And Twitch so,
3: and Facebook so and Twitter. That's a great Twitter way to watch on your TV. And, yeah, and the app and all these kinds of things. But now it's going to be a really fun time four days from the Macon Coliseum about one o'clock it's one o'clock you're the
0: only one on the court touching one, the court
3: one o'clock on Wednesday Thursday and Friday starts the broadcast mm-hmm. day 11 o'clock on Saturday morning is the start and we go all day long uh, last last game uh, tips off traditionally around seven o'clock so uh, one three five seven. With all of the, the great entertaining stuff in between, co-ed, uh, slam dunk, three-point, wheelchair, 11 o'clock is your start time on Saturday. So 17 championships plus a lot of fun stuff in the in-between. It's going to be a great week of basketball on GPB. Yep. and
0: GPB. Yeah, we and we'll also be announcing our GPB All-Stars, All-Stars. Basketball Edition. Yes. During the broadcast as well. So we'll be back next one month with another podcast. Yes. Back to football. Yes. We'll have lots of updates, coaching carousel, uh-huh. spring practice will have begun. Mm-hmm. So that will be next month. And in the meantime, yeah. in between time. In between time. We got to run upstairs and keep prepping for basketball.
3: <laughs> True. So on that note, I'm going to turn this way for those who are watching the digital version. So let's see. Who do we have? We have Commander Sandy. We've got Ambassador Jeremy. we got Jake the Snake. Who am I missing? I, I see. A, it, was, oh, it was King James?
0: King James. Okay.
3: So I was like, because he's like behind like nine monitors. That's kind of hard. See him. So for all of us and for, uh, for Hannah, I'm just John. Thanks for hanging out with us for another round of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast Hoops Edition as we get you ready for the basketball championships here on the Great GPB. Enjoy. We'll see you down there.